We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And today we are reviewing the films Space Warriors, Epic, Lego Batman, and Star Trek Into Darkness. So right now we are speaking with Kiefer about Lego Batman. Thank you for joining us today, Kiefer. So how are you? I'm great. How about you? I am very well. Thank you for asking. So can you please tell us a little bit about Lego Man, Batman, <laughs> Lego Batman? Of course. Batman is in Gotham City, who is fighting the Joker, played by Christopher Corey Smith, who is helping Lex Luthor win the presidency. But while that's going on, Batman is becoming really annoyed when Superman always saves Batman in tight predicaments. So he has to learn teamwork. So is that basically the whole plot? Pretty much. (laughs) How about the voiceover acting? Oh, I love the voiceover acting. I love Troy Baker, who plays Batman. He just has such a way with his voice. Same thing with Christopher Corey Smith. One of the best voices for Joker since the animated series. And Rob Paulson's in this, and it's superb voice acting. So, in well, in this film, the voice of Batman... Do you think, I mean, what are the things that you think that made his voice so superb? I love the way he gets his voice deep, and it just seems fluently. It's not like he's trying to make his voice go down. It just sounds like fluent voice acting, so that's what makes his voice superb. That's cool, because, yeah, it's just, I... I've done voiceover acting, and it's, I mean, it's very hard, but, I mean, it's not hard. It's just, you kind of have to know what you're doing. So, how is the soundtrack and music in this film? I absolutely fell in love with this music. It's actually the original Danny Elfman music from the original Batman movie. And the opening credits made me overjoyed to hear that music. But it also has its own little way of of making that music. But it's still, it's great to hear that nostalgic music. That's great. I, 
I love how they use previous music to, like, previous film music for other films. It's like they all tie in together, so. How were the special effects in this film? I thought the special effects were amazing. I thought the the lights, the way the the blocks glow, the colors are just lush. They look so tropical. They look so beautiful, the way they reflect on these plastic characters. Wow. Yes. I've never I've never heard it put like that. You must really like the <laughs> special effects. I think it's great, yeah. Do you think the special effects make this film what it is? Like, do you think this it makes this film over the top? Um, it definitely makes it unique. I wouldn't call it that's its main point, but that's what sets it apart from other Batman films. Because when you look at back on other Batman films or shows, you see all these darks and blacks and grays. But this is something new when you see actually color in this. So, yeah. Yeah, because a lot of films have that, like, in scary films. Well, not scary films, but, like, in superhero films, it's kind of, like, dark and gray, like you said. So it's yeah. good that has, like, some movies have color, so it's it's a change. Yes. So what was your favorite scene? My favorite scene has to be when Batman and Robin are rounding up all the villains. Because this is when you see all your favorite rogues. Catwoman, Bane, Riddler, mm-hmm. etc. And you can see these villains interact with each other. And that's what makes characters, when they interact with each other, they argue, they get along, they fight. It's just a great scene. <laughs> okay. This question I've been wanting to ask you. I don't know why, I just feel like I have to ask you. Because... Since this is an animation film and it's with Legos, how is the, I guess you could say, costumes? I mean, not actual costumes, but how do you think they looked? Well, that is a very interesting question. Um, I thought the costumes, or as Legos were called, stickers, <laughs> were <laughs> great. And they actually interact with, they actually, in this movie, are important because there's a big twist where one person is wearing somebody else Lego parts. Like one like they take off their head and they put on different Lego parts. And that's what I love about this movie is they're treating these plastic characters like plastic characters. They're not trying to hide that they're real people. And that's why I love about the costuming in this. <laughs> I used to do that when I was little. I used to mitch match everything. Yeah. You are listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are reviewing the films Space Warriors, Epic, Lego Batman, and Star Trek Into Darkness. So right now let's continue speaking with Kiefer about Lego Batman. And we were just speaking about how the costumes, quote-unquote, are very, like, they don't treat it like they're, I guess actual people are real humans they treat it like it is so i also like that about films like they treat it like it actually is and they're not trying to cover up anything so in this film i think there's a joker (laughs) so how is does he have any real humor well he tries to make you laugh 
and fails at it. But when he interacts with other characters, that's what that's when the laughter comes out. And when you see him fail a joke, like he's trying to tell a joke, and they don't laugh, that's when the comedy comes out. So, yes, there's comedy with the Joker, but just not the comedy he wants. Oh, I do that all the time. I try to be funny, and then it fails. But then I still get laughs, because it epically (laughs) failed. So, yeah. Were you able to find any messages in this film? Definitely. The message in this film is, you can't always do things by yourself. Batman has to learn this film that even a dark knight needs help once in a while. He may be this intelligent, tough character, but you need help. And it's it shows tells people that this tough character needs help once in a while. So yes. I think a lot of people have that problem. They think they can do it on their own and, and then they get a big ego about it. And so when people try to help them, people try to steer them out of bad pathways, they reject it because they think they're better than them, I guess. So I think that's a very good, very good message for this film. Yes. How many stars do you give this film? And why? I would give, oh, sorry. Uh, I would give this five out of five stars. For what it is, it's a very colorful, funny, action-packed movie. And while not every single joke hits bullseye, mm-hmm. a majority of them do. And for what it is, I'll definitely recommend it to I'll definitely recommend it. To what ages? Since we're on the topic. Yes. Six to eleven year olds. Because when you do get older, the humor gets a little childish. But I enjoy it, and I still admire it for for the movie it is. So, yes. <laughs> I do recommend it. <laughs> okay, so since this is a Lego Batman, do you think that the genre is just like superhero, or is it something else? It's definitely a lot of comedy, because majority of this film is comedy, and this, when that, that's what makes the film funny, you wouldn't see the Dark Knight really mixed in with comedy. You see him in a much darker tone, but so yeah, definitely. I want to definitely action, but mostly comedy too. Yeah, sometimes sometimes it's good to have like things that never go together come together because you find yourself really liking what is like what happens. So yeah, opposite track. <laughs> Earlier in this interview, you said that. Your favorite, not your favorite character, but you love the voice of Batman. And is he your favorite character? No, actually not. (laughs) Although I do praise Troy Baker for Batman, my favorite character is Joker. (laughs) (laughs) And why is that? Because there's been so many variations on this character. And a majority of them do hit bullseye. This This one's no exception. When Christopher Corey Smith is obviously loving playing this character, and the laugh just gives me chills. It's one of the best laughs I've heard since Keith Ledger. So, definitely love this character for not making me laugh for the right reasons. (laughs) Uh, Some side action. Yes. Well, Kiefer, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Lego Batman. Thank you for letting me. (laughs) 
It's now available on DVD, so please check that out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now we are going to discuss the new epic film called Epic. And I have with me the lovely Brianna. So how are you doing, Brianna? I'm doing marvelous, darling. How are you? Super fantastic. (laughs) So why don't you tell me about this new DreamWorks animation? I will tell you. I like this film. I'm just going to get that out because I really wanted to say that. But this film is about Mary Catherine, and she likes to be called MK. And she's the voice of Amanda Seyfried. And she actually finds herself in a world where, like, smaller, tinier, puny people exist. And I think they're about, like, two inches tall. And her dad, she just visited her dad, and 
well, not visit, but her mom just died. And so she's going to live with her dad. And her dad believes that all these tiny creatures are alive and they're, and they're among us. And she's like, Dad, just be normal for once. And so she accidentally gets changed into one of them. So she's a little two-inch person herself. And so she kind of has to save the forest and save where these tiny people live because it's up to her to kind of save what they know. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me what you thought of the animation, because personally, the animation looks incredible in this film. It looks so detailed. Um, so what did you think of that? You don't even know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, oh my gosh, it's spectacular. It's astonishing. It's incredible. It's wonderful. It, I think for me, this, the animation made this film I mean, it's not like a single-handed thing that made this film amazing, but mm-hmm. it definitely contributed contributed to make this film better because I thought it was so good. I I think this is one of the this is one of my best films that I really really like just because of the animation. Not well, just I'm, because, but you know. I'm going to see this movie this weekend, so now I'm super excited. Like, I was already <laughs> super excited, but now I'm, like, super-duper excited. Um, so tell us a little bit about the soundtrack. I know since this is a film of epic proportions, um, soundtrack is always, you know, important in promoting mm-hmm. um, films, especially when magic is involved, like in this movie. So what was that like? The soundtrack was... I I definitely agree that with other people that it was very very well done very very good it's just that I mean there's nothing really bad about it I could recognize some of the songs and it was just that I don't know I just had a feeling that it was gonna get better but it didn't it was weird I just I'm weird like that well I'm sorry about that that is I mean it was amazing and it was great it was just I thought it was gonna get better for some yeah. reason well at least it wasn't like a total letdown yeah. um so tell me about your favorite scene if you have one my favorite scene of course I have one like, <laughs> do you not know me I have one <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I didn't want to make any assumptions <laughs> my favorite scene is when MK is talking to her dad and it's this scene where I think they're in his, like, computer laboratory type thing. And they're talking to one another. And she's like, Dad, you have to be normal. Please, just be normal. Be my dad. And she's suffering through her mom dying and her dad being distant because he wants to believe that tiny creatures exist. And he's not paying attention to her and whatnot. And she's just, I think this is her time to really say to him, wake up i mean i'm your i'm your only daughter can you please just give me something and so i think it's really powerful i think it's really inspiring too because i mean i think a lot of people have that i think a lot of people have that moment where it's like your parents don't understand you and you have to get them to understand you in a way where that you can communicate without feeling awkward so i really like that scene that's definitely a good message to get across because I think I think people of every age can definitely relate to that. I mean, even adults needing yeah. to find, you know, good ways to communicate with their parents. Um, yeah. 
I think that's definitely a very universal scene to like. So I'm glad you liked that. Uh, tell me a little bit about the voice acting really quick, because I know that this film has some incredible um, voice actors in it and actors in general. It features Joss Hutcherson and Amanda Seyfried and a lot of other very big name talents. So what did you think of that? Josh Hutcherson is amazing. He's, I love he's him. Amazing. I love yeah, him. <laughs> it, yeah. We have the same birthday. It's so weird. Anyway, uh, he was, at first, I didn't know it was him. So I thought that was really cool that he, I mean, I don't think he totally completely changed his voice. But like I he was didn't able know. To it was, disguise it yeah, I didn't know it was him because my friend said he was in this. And I was just like, oh, cool. And so I watched it, but I didn't, I forgot it was him. And with some movies, you are, you're just like, that's so-and-so. But yeah. I didn't know. And also, Beyonce Knowles is in this, so I oh, thought wow. that was really cool. That's awesome. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobiton. And today we have been talking about Space Warriors, Epic, Lego Batman, and Star Trek Into Darkness. So right now we are talking about the new film Epic. Um, me and Brianna were just discussing her favorite uh, scenes and some of the voice actors. And she was just telling me a little bit about Joss Hutcherson's performance. Um, so yep. Brianna, yeah, I think like you were saying um, how he was sort of able to disguise his voice. I think that's always fun because it's nice to watch, you know, films uh that are animated and be like oh yeah that's so and so Mm -hmm. but it's very impressive when someone's able to actually voice act you know Uh, because a lot of times people will use their voices just for you know how they are naturally but when Mm -hmm. they're actually able to act with their voices it's very impressive so kudos to josh hutcherson (laughs) his performance in that i love him so much (laughs) (laughs) um so tell me about your favorite character if you have one which i I already know you do (laughs) See, thank you. <laughs> My favorite character is MK. I, I really like her for some reason. And I just think that I relate to her. Not in her situation, of course, because um, tiny people aren't living next to my house. <laughs> I wish they were, but they aren't. very jealous of you if they were. Yes, I, <laughs> yes, I would send one to you. I really would. <laughs> um, oh, I, no. Yeah. She'd be, she is my favorite character because of how she acts in life. Like, I sometimes have that conversation with my parents. Like, can you please just calm down and and let's let's just relate back to each other so that we can get through this and whatnot. And she also, she also, I don't think she worries a lot, but I think she has the right amount of worry. So, because some people are just like, oh my gosh, I have to get this done. Oh my gosh, I have to get this done. But she's very laid back. And in some sorts, I am laid back. In some sorts, I am really, really worried. <laughs> so I think in that part of her, I'm really relatable to her. That's why she's my favorite character. Absolutely. So tell us about what age group you would recommend this film for. I recommend this film for ages 5 to 16 because it's it's really an all-around film. You can see it with your family or your friends or your family's friends or your friend's family. <laughs> You can see it with anyone, basically, because it's really, it's really a children and family film. It's, it's basically, it's for kids. That's what I'm gonna say because it really is for kids. Because it's about a kid. It's about saving. Because a lot of kids think that yes, we can do anything, and that is so true. And I think that's what, that's why people like these types of films. Absolutely. Um, so tell me 
about the emotion because this film definitely when I was watching the trailers um, it does look like it has quite a bit of emotion to it it looks like there's funny moments some more intense situations so tell me what you thought of that I am very in films or animated or real life I feel as though the emotion to me is the most important part because it what it's what makes the film besides that the actors and the directors I think that's what pulls it together mm-hmm. so when I look at films I look at that very very precisely if that's the right word yeah and I thought it was very good in this film I thought that they did a lot to achieve what they wanted to get across and in some films it's like yes we get we know what you meant to say and you we know what you meant to get across so but in this film it was like you absolutely positively knew what they were trying to get across to you so I thought that was really cool mm-hmm. well it sounds like this film was a bit of a success in your opinion yes <laughs> um, so how many stars would you give this film on a scale of one to five this is going to be really shocking to you, but I give it a four out of five. Really? I Why? know. Because I, I, was, I was thinking about it, and I was just like, I was about to give it a five out of five, but then I thought about it, and I'm just like, it was a very good film, and I am very impressed with it, but it's not one of those films that, I don't know, it didn't pull to five, if you get what I'm saying. I just, yeah. it was very, it was very well done, and I really, really liked it. It's just... Mm -hmm. it was you know (laughs) yeah no I totally get it it was a very good film but not a five I mean a four is not bad at all a four is still a go watch um so guys be sure to go check out epic it is playing in theaters now it sounds fantastic and Brianna thank you for telling us all about this epic film this has been an epic interview with you and uh yes thank you for listening to our epic show um (laughs) so let's take a break I'm your co-host Raven Devaney and I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Eton. And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice American Kids Network. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. 
Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you are listening to Voice America Kids, and today we are reviewing the films Space Warriors, Epic, Lego Batman, and Star Trek Into Darkness. So right now we are speaking with Jerry about Space Warriors, so thank you very much for joining us today. Jerry, so how are you? I'm very good. How are you? Very well, thank you for asking. Can you please tell me about the Space Warriors plot, because I have unfortunately not seen this film. Well, Space Warriors is very, well, not very complicated story plot. There's a father and son that love each other very much, and they're obsessed with space nonstop. The father was an astronaut and, for a while, part of Mission Control, which must have been a lot of fun. The boy gets a chance to go all the way to Space Camp, which is a camp in Alabama, where you do little competitions to learn how to be an astronaut. And there's and the winner of the competition gets something, and this year it was a chance to go space. As you can imagine, for the boy and his group, this was extremely exciting. He had to go through many challenges to uh. To, he had to go through many challenges over the week that was the challenge, and he realized he has to work with other people. Wow, that does. I mean, it does seem complicated, but not complicated. Since we're on this topic, was it easy to follow? It was very easy to follow. At the end, it got a bit complicated a few times and a bit confusing, but otherwise, it was fantastic. Well, that's nice to know. What is your favorite scene in this film? I would say my favorite scene is towards the end, little spoiler, when um, him and his group look as, felt as if they lost the competition because they didn't win the last thing to get them in the lead. But they... But at um, the space center up in space, there was a damage and only half the astronauts got out alive. Three others were still there. They had to. They had a plan to rescue the astronauts because the shuttle that was going there wouldn't get there in time. It was my favorite scene because it was amazing how they did it. They used control robots to put the put the astronauts to sleep so they use less up less oxygen, so the astronauts can get there and save them. And oh. the coolest and the coolest thing about this movie is NASA proved that anything in this movie could really happen in real life, which is also just plain amazing. 
That's impressive. I like when movies that are so grand, people think that they can't ever happen. It's like, oh, that's never going to happen. That's that's impossible. And then when people actually do these things, it's like, wow, I can do that someday. So I really like how films can do that. Yeah. How did you think the wardrobe was in this film? Honestly, the wardrobe was amazing. It wasn't futuristic, which I liked. Because you, when you watch this movie, towards the end, you think, my God, this is like 500 years later. But honestly, we have this technology to get today. So they made it good that you can see that and they actually have like real camp clothes. Even though it's a space camp, you expect them to be wearing like jumpsuits. No, they're wearing like shorts and a t-shirt and all like just comfortable, which is very yeah. cool. Yeah, some people think that. You have to, in, if it's a space film, it has to be futuristic. And I'm just like, no, it doesn't have to be. Just shut your face. <laughs> How are the special effects in this film? Amazing. Amazing. My favorite scene also includes, includes a holographic picture, which I thought looked fantastic. It had so many cool things. And the coolest thing is the space camp is an actual real space camp located in Alabama. And it's just amazing, the special effects. It does so many cool things that you can never really imagine happen. But again, just today's technology. Yeah, you sound like you really like it. I do. (laughs) So do you think that this, like, that aspect of the film makes this film better? Honestly, I think what makes it better is that the people in this film are based off real people. Obviously, the film itself isn't based off real, based off a true story, but the son and the father and everybody else is based off real people that um, actually went to space camp and all of that. Oh, I would love to go to space camp. You know what? When I go to space camp, I'm taking you with me. I don't think so because I have motion sickness and there are a few fast things there. Oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> but there's a museum we can go through together. See, that's what we're going to. Yeah. You are listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are reviewing the films Space Warriors, Epic, Lego Batman, and Star Trek Into Darkness. So right now, let's continue speaking with Jerry about Space Warriors. And we were just speaking about Space Camp and how we're going to go together. And it's going to be all cool because someone has motion sickness. But that's okay. Yeah, it's it's really amazing because when you hear Space Warriors, you expect something like Star Wars or Star Trek when good guys fighting bad guys in 500 years from now mm-hmm. with aliens, right? Yeah. But it's really something that could happen right now, today, right this minute. Which yeah, is I think... So, it's just mind-blowing, honestly. Yeah, I think some... Some films do that too much. Like, they put it in the future, and then people get like, oh, this can't happen now. It has to happen in the future. And I think that's what messes up some people's thinking. So Yeah. There's a lot of things that's going to happen in the future in that case. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think this film appeals to most? Um, Honestly, I would say sci-fi people. Even though this it doesn't have much in space, it still has a lot of real science things. And uh, space-related things, sci-fi and action and adventure. And also, there's uh, quite a lot of comedy, too. There's a lot of competition, but there's still great friends, which I think is fun. (laughs) 
Do you think those different genres that you just listed, like, three seconds ago, go together in this film? Yes, it does. Usually, they go together well. Action, funny, and sci-fi. Sounds like a, sounds like a very familiar movie to me. But, uh, but out of seriously, this movie, well, it's just mind-blowing because you never expect these genres to make a movie like this, but it does. Yeah, I think now, as we're living right now, as in, like, our century, I guess you could say, that people are now starting to mix with genres, trying to create something new. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they make a new genre. How many stars do you give this film out of five? I give this five million out of five stars, but um, five, five, uh, five stars because it's just fantastic. There are a few things that ha- that weren't very good, but just how all of this could happen and how it was so well written and well uh, filmed, it makes up for those little problems. What was something that you didn't like? It's just, uh, towards the end, it was a bit confusing. It didn't explain everything that was going on because there's some mathematical things going on that uh, kind of hurt my head. And they uh. didn't explain how they're going to solve the problem that well. But um, at the end, it kind of really showed what was going on, which was fantastic. <laughs> That's excellent. I Some people do do that. Like, they be like, oh, 5x squared multiply half of negative two like i mean i get that like if it was on paper i would get it but sometimes people do that and they expect other people to get it and they just don't so it kind of messes with your head well it's much harder than that it's like three five seven times eight two one oh god oh. i'm gonna make it <laughs> i'm not even gonna say anything yeah uh, space warriors stars i think some very good actors like thomas thorne and danny glover how was the acting to you honestly it was amazing. The child actors, I in my in my opinion, did better than the adult actors. <laughs> it was partly because the child actors appeared more than adult actors. But um, if this movie, the children actors in this movie can get Oscars because this it was just so good the acting, and there's some scary stuff that you had to do on this film, but they did it bravely and they even pretended to be scared. Or they actually were scared. But it was um, a lot of fun. And they really showed their emotions. And they showed their cockiness, some of them. And the other ones showed their love and all of that. So it's like a really big bundle of a lot of good stuff. Yep. <laughs> and also a lot of problems. Because yes. the boy, when he goes space camp, his mother says no. Because the chances go space. And she saw two... Um, so, well, rockets blow up, so she doesn't want to risk losing her child. And he actually has to run away from home. I think a lot of people deal with that. They they want to do something, and your parents, knowing more than, more than you do, they're just like, no, you can't do that, and you're going to get hurt. And so I think yeah. sometimes we need to listen to them because they are our parents, and sometimes we need to be like, I really want to do this, but don't do that often because, you know, you might get hurt. Anyway, <laughs> were, you funny- able- <laughs> were you able to find any messages in this film? Um, always, always trust your parents because they know better than you. <clears throat> and uh, never doubt kids. It's funny because those kind of like conflict with each other, but they're both very true. Your parents always uh, know the best for you, but um, never doubt kids 
kids because in this movie, Mission Control kind of doubts the kids at first, but then their plan actually works. Oh, that's very that's two very good morals, I think. Well, Jerry, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Space Warriors. Well, thank you so much for having me on. This is a fantastic movie with a fantastic cast and just plain fantastic things. <laughs> fantastic. It should be renamed, renamed Fantastic. It just aired last week on the Hallmark Channel, and check out your local listings for repeating showings, and it will be released soon on DVD at Walmart, so look for that. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attraction. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna hope Tom. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now we are going to talk about the extremely anticipated film, Star Trek Into Darkness, and we have with us Patrick. So how are you today, Patrick? 
Oh, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. And how are you guys doing? I am very well as well. Uh, so tell us a little bit about this. There have been uh, several previous Star Trek films, and this is by far um, the grandest that I have, you know, seen. I haven't seen it yet, but the uh, the trailers look spectacular. So tell us a little bit about the plot. I'll be glad to. Okay, so um, I got to go to an early screening of Star Trek, and oh my gosh. One word to describe this epic. It was satirical. It was emotional. Um, it was scary. It was just so epic. J.J. Um, Abrams wrote, um, directed the movie very well. Um, the plot was basically that um, Starship Enterprise were basically under attack um, from a villain named Khan. And Khan just wanted to destroy the company and wanted to um, kind of like it's kind of um, what I've been I've been researching about, like the plot and stuff and what been coming up is that J.J. Um, Abrams and the writers wanted to make it relatable to today with like the Boston bombing and stuff. And mm-hmm. so it's very relatable to like, you know, um, terrorist attacks and, you know, um, international attacks um, inside the U.S. And so that's basically what they based off the, the um, Star Trek is based off of. But um, the movie is just great. Um, there's different characters. Um, there's Kirk and Spock, which share a brotherly bond for each other and is so emotional. And uh, yeah. That sounds awesome. So I know you were saying this film is epic. Um so I, I take it you quite enjoy it. <laughs> I love the movie. <laughs> Tell us about the cinematography, um, because it sounds or it's it looks incredible in my opinion. Um, the cinematography was absolutely exhilarating because the camera angles and stuff uh, made you feel like you were actually you know in the disasters and stuff. What I really liked was that it wasn't the typical um, still camera shots. There were some shaky camera shots, which really make you feel like you were, you know, in that uh, accident or, you know, running around with Spock and Kirk. And I think that's really, it just brings the viewers in more. And since, because this was in 3D as well, um, you know, the um, in the beginning, they were shooting arrows at each other. And I was so, I thought the arrows were coming at me because yeah. it came exact, it came like right into the camera and it was just like, oh, it was amazing. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely, um, you know, shaky camera angles are one of my favorite camera technique only because it does really pull you into the film and it sort mm-hmm. of disorients you for a minute. And yeah. so it, if you're you no know, falling asleep, not necessarily, but if you're you no know, getting <laughs> droned into you know still camera angles and whatnot it really wakes you up and especially it being in 3d i can only imagine with the amount of explosions and science that are in this movie Mm -hmm. so talk to me a little bit about the acting um it has some of my favorite actors in it uh, like chris pine zachary quinto simon pegg anton yelkin who i'm so in love with um so tell me a little bit about the acting the acting i gotta say was spot on um one part was due to the, to the writing. Um, the writers wrote um, comedic lines into it, which I thought was a perfect amount. I mean, like, it didn't um, seem overboard with the, com- the comedy. And the actors carried out, um, you know, their lines and their characters so well. I mean, like, um, Captain Kirk, played by Chris Pine, is, you know, now known as Captain Kirk now, which is something, you know, very honorable to have once you achieve, you know, a the right amount of like when you um, assume that character and Mm -hmm. Spock and Kirk, you know, like to act together, you know, for so many months, you know, like there, there's definitely a connection when you're actors, but to bring that on screen is just amazing. I think. Mm -hmm. Um, So tell me about a favorite character. If you have one. 
Um, I know it's going to sound cliche, but I really like Captain Kirk. Um, you know, of course, lead- <laughs> of course. <laughs> yes. Um, his leadership skills, um, you know, he he's just so confident at times. Um, I know throughout the movie, um, they show like weak sides of him to portray that, you know, a captain, you know, always has to learn from his actions. But, you know, throughout the movie, he's always very confident, always ready to take action of, you know, the situations that are happening. And I think, you know, that's very important for, you know, kids and teens to be aware of, like, um, you know, you don't always have to be the boss. You can you know, step aside a bit and, you know, learn to take action from your fellow peers. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that you would change anything about this film or do you think it's a masterpiece as it is? <laughs> Ooh, no, that's a hard question. Um, okay. Um I think I would probably, uh, spoiler, spoiler alert, um, (laughs) the ending, it was a bit, um, it was a bit confusing for me. I mean, I understood that um, Khan um, definitely, you know, got his um, terminating um, stance. He got punched and, you know, um, was knocked out. But I was a bit um, hesitant and confused on how Khan was brought back into the starship to save one of the members of the crew. I'm yeah. not going to say who, but yeah. And, you know, I think I would just explain that more. But then again, due to the movie times and um, the hours that they can only put into the movies, I can understand why they didn't, you know, explain that more. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And today we have been talking about the film Space Warriors, Epic, Lego Batman, and right now we are talking with Patrick about Star Trek Into the Darkness. He was just telling me all about this incredible film. Um, and the only thing that he would really change is just the ending was a bit confusing, which always bothers me in movies where if the movie's like flawless and then there's a part of it where you're like what what just happened but since the rest of the film was incredible you know i think we can let that slide uh so how many stars would you give this film on a scale of one to five definitely are you star trekkers out there i would give this a five out of five stars it was just as i repeat again it was full of satirical, emotional. It was funny. It, it had all of the emotions that you could ever want in a great movie. Absolutely. And have you seen any of the previous Star Treks? I have. I have I also seen this, um, the TV show, mm-hmm. um, which was aired way, way back before I was born. Yes, yes. Um, but, you know, they they carried, they, you know, they to continue the plot and to continue the characters and the iconic uh, Starship Enterprise is just... Um, very special to, I think, the Star Trekkers out there. Absolutely. So you think that this film definitely is a good installment for the Star Trek series? It's nothing, you know, out of the ordinary or it doesn't fit? I think it goes well with the the story. I mean, I have a lot of friends that are Star Trekkers too. And so I've been talking to them and they were like, oh yeah, they they brought back lots of um, symbolism and lots of the uh, bits of storyline, like... Mm -hmm. um, Khan was a character that was brought up in a past TV um, episode of Star Trek. Yeah. And to bring that back is just, you know, it's just the right amount of of history brought back to the present. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. 
I love films and TV shows like that, especially if there's been, you know, several films in the series. Um, and then they bring back stuff and you're like, yeah, that's like bringing back old memories. Yeah, exactly. Like the good old days. <laughs> it's like seeing an old classmate that you haven't seen since like elementary school. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> so, a good, that's a good example yeah. to use. <laughs> well, I mean, for all those children that are still in elementary school, um, mm-hmm. then someone that you haven't seen since kindergarten, but you know, I'm in high school, so elementary school was way back then. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, Patrick, tell me if you could be any character, who would you be and why? Um, ooh, okay. I would be Spock, just because he's just huh. so smart. He just, he, again, he's, um, you know, he's half Spock and half human. And so um, he definitely has, like, you know, like, like two brains working. And so he's super smart. Huh. He's always on his feet and on his toes, ready to like answer the questions and ready to analyze the situations that are brought before him. And yeah. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see that. But do you think <laughs> that you could rock the Spock hairdo? Ooh, ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's, that's, Take that's that into consideration right there. <laughs> yes, exactly. And the eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I mean, the ears aren't that bad, but I mean, that, that haircut, ooh. Mm. Yes, just... I I would have to get take some consideration into that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. So, what age rating would you recommend this film for? Because it does definitely seem like um something that all ages would be into, uh, considering Star Trek is you know a very old tale and you know everybody knows about it. But it does seem like it does have some intense situations. So, what's your opinion on it? Um. I think I would rate this movie from 12 to 18 just because as you said um, there's lots of action scenes and a lot of um, not bloody stuff but there's a lot of scary scenes when there's fighting and um, one thing to to bring up is that um, the makeup the makeup and costumes um, some of the characters that they bring like the aliens and like the extraterrestrial um, characters the the makeup and the costumes are a bit scary for the younger audiences i think mm-hmm. and I, I think that 12 through 18 would be a perfect age range to watch this movie absolutely um so i know you were mentioning some of the messages before um but tell me do you think that this film has any really big moral or message um, well, one moral message I think that was going throughout the story that can be related to the world um, worldwide is that um, I can't say it specifically because I don't remember, but it was basically like, um, would you either save the many or to save the few? And, you know, I think that's that's something, you know, considering, you know, what we've been through our situations and stuff, it's it's a difficult situation to understand. And. You know, I think people should just un- just to analyze that further. And, you know, it's a great message in the film. Um, I think another message is that, um, you know, um, a bond can never break, I think, because even to the last minute when you think that Spock and Kirk are being distant with each other, because I don't mm-hmm. want to say anything else. Yeah. Um, they... Um, they they control their they have they continue a bond with each other. I mean, it's similar to you know your, you leaving your best friend and moving on to a different school. Um, you know, you still have connections out there with them, and I yeah. think that's very important to hold because you know they've they've been with you you know amount of time with you, and I think it's important to keep those connections alive. 
Absolutely. Well, those are definitely some incredible messages to leave people with, especially the first one. I love films that leave people thinking. Uh, so guys, be sure to go check out Star Trek Into the Darkness. Um, Patrick, thank you so much for telling us all about this epic film in your words. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. You can experience more Kids First fun, watch our film reviews, and see your favorite up-and-coming film critics by going to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brian Hope Beaton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. These days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 